You're listening to Wait On Purpose Podcast, the show for single women who want to overcome emotional discomfort with being single, understand the fear of being alone, and transform it to self-love while celebrating this season with joy, purpose, and passion. Each week, we'll explore topics on how to optimize your season of singleness and become who you want to attract. Now, here's your host, Tracy Noel, the introverted empath. for you do you ever feel stuck in life or just like you feel like no matter what you do you can't seem to accomplish or manifest the things that you desire and that you hope for like you've been having that same goal year in year out you can't seem to get a break so you feel I know for me it felt like every time I set a goal or every time I had a vision it would never come to fruition I was self-sabotage I don't know how I did it but I would find a way to self-sabotage some of the most easiest goals to reach And I was watching everyone else reap their harvests and move forward. But I felt stuck. I would see everyone else obtaining the things that I wanted, that I desired, that I dreamed of having. And this was just not material things, but just spiritually and emotionally and relationally and I will always ask myself like what's going on with me why am I not able to reach those goals that I know will make me happy will give me peace of mind what is going on is there anyone else that feels that way or who have felt that way So, you know, God, if you ask the right questions, God will find ways to give you the answer. So I was um, sitting at a church sermon um, and what the pastor was speaking about really challenged me to ask myself a series of questions that would change my life forever. And I want you to ask yourself this question and really, really be open and prepared to discover the answer to it. So, the question is, what in this season of my life is not producing fruit and why? I'm going to ask that question again. What in this season of your life is not producing fruit and why? So at first, I know I associated fruit with um, cars and, and houses and these huge bank accounts and clothes and shoes and jewelry, 
you know, the things that only money can buy, the things that are tangible, the things that people can see. Because when you think of a tree, you think of its fruits, right? You can see the fruits, you can grab the fruits, right? That's how I first associated fruits. It's not until last year that I realized these are not the only fruits that you can bear. You can also plant seeds to reap the 12 fruits on a more spiritual level. And these 12 fruits consist of chastity, faithfulness, uh, generosity, gentleness, goodness, joy, kindness, love, modesty, patience, peace, and most importantly, self-control. So I couldn't pour myself to grasp those 12 fruits because I always associated it with material things. And I felt like I, I had some of those things. I had some of those 12 fruits, but I still couldn't help but feel like I still felt empty. I still felt stuck. I felt like I was not moving forward in ways that I can actually see, that actually were tangible to me. I'm a visual learner and I'm a visual earner and I'm a, I, I, I'm visual, right? So if things are happening for me, I have to also not only feel them, but I have to see them as well. Because to me, uh, seeing is believing as well. And don't you know how you, don't you know how quicksand is? I don't know if you've ever walked in quicksand or even mud. It's really hard to move, right? You're moving very slow, but it's very hard. And after a while, you're going to get tired. Or if you are running on a treadmill, right? You're running, but you're going nowhere and so that's how I've been feeling and have I felt for a long time until I really started to ask myself these questions and so I asked myself what in the season of my life is not producing fruit and why and I realized that there were areas in my life that were not producing fruit nor was I reaping a harvest in any type of spiritual or physical form and it wasn't because the intention I had good intention it wasn't because of the hard work wasn't there because I'm, I'm a hard worker it was because I didn't know how to properly produce a harvest I didn't know how to plant a seed the proper way 
And we'll say a seed is a vision, it's a goal, it's a desire, and your harvest is simply what you pick and gather and reap after a season of sowing and planting those seeds, okay? So let's talk about seven ways to produce a bountiful harvest in this season, whether that is those 12 fruits that I just named or those fruits that are associated with material things, right? If you are wanting to manifest any of those things, you have to make sure that you are planting the right seeds, okay? So ask yourself these questions as to determine why your visions and your dreams aren't manifesting, You want to first ask yourself, am I planting the right seed? And again, we say a seed is a vision, it's a goal, it's a desire. Um, And so are you planting the right vision? Are you planting the right goal? Because what I have learned is that seeds can only produce what is meant to produce. You can't have apple seeds and expect oranges to grow. So when you have the right seed, then you can be sure in knowing that you will reap a particular harvest. So for instance, if you want to plant a seed of prosperity and abundance in your finances, but you don't budget or you don't save or you don't grow the money that you have now, how do you expect that vision to grow into abundance and prosperity in your finances? So you want to ask yourself, do my behavior align with the seed or vision that I am trying to grow? And you have to keep it real with yourself. When I start asking myself these questions, my life started to shift because I felt and I discovered that I was half-stepping and I wasn't showing up and that was the reason why. I was stagnant and stuck. So ask yourself that. Do my behavior align with the seed or vision that I am trying to grow, that I am trying to manifest? Then you want to ask yourself if you have the right soil. So what am I putting my seed in to nourish it to grow? In other words, how is your mindset? Your soil, the soil, um, or your mind, your subconscious is like soil. Think of it like this. Um, There is this plant, and I forgot the name of it. Let me see if I can Google it. Um, But it's this plant that um, there's this plant that grows at night and it's a very poisonous and toxic plant and it grows at night. When you touch this plant, it can release toxins in your skin that can make you extremely sick and sometimes can result in death. 
Now, it has to be planted in soil to grow. Now, soil has one purpose. A soil or dirt's purpose is to help things to grow. It doesn't care if it's a toxic and poisonous plant or if it's a beautiful rose. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a toxic, dangerous plant that can result in death or an aloe vera that produce beauty and, 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 and help you to heal. Its main purpose is to grow things. And so your mindset, your subconscious, your mind is no different. Whatever you plant in that soil, it's going to grow. So ask yourself, are you holding on to past limited beliefs that may keep you stuck or planting um, nice, beautiful seeds in a soil that is not going to help it to grow into something beautiful and powerful? Are you trying to plant a big vision inside of a small mindset? So in order to grow and reap a beautiful or a bountiful harvest, your seed has to be planted in fertile soil. Point blank, it has to be planted in fertile soil. The next question you want to ask yourself is, am I in the right environment for my seed to grow? Is my seed in the right environment for it to grow? Just like a palm tree, you don't see palm trees first off in Chicago. You don't see palm trees in Minnesota or any area that has cold winter snow. Because a palm tree can't thrive in cold weather. A powerful vision can't thrive in a weak environment. Your seed, your vision, your goal may need like a certain type of climate and temperature for it to go to, for it to grow. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, who are you hanging around? Are you hanging around turtles? Or are you hanging around giraffes? And I like um, T.D. Jakes. Um, He says something about, you know, turtles have a different vision of the world. And giraffes have a different vision of the world, right? There's nothing wrong with the turtle. It's just that their vision, how they see the world, is different from a giraffe. The giraffe sees the world in a whole different way view perspective or light because of where it is how it was created and so are you hanging around turtles when you have this giraffe type of vision or mindset or way of thinking right where are you hanging around as you know we all can be a product of our environment so it's really important that we are mindful of our environment even where you stay, even where you reside and lay your head at night can affect your vision, right? 
it can if you are in a very drug and crime ridden and poor type of environment that can affect how you show up. If your home is cluttered and dirty and um, disorganized, that can affect your mind space. So a positive seed cannot and will not grow and thrive in a negative environment. So ask yourself, am I in the right environment for my seed to grow? The next question you want to ask yourself is, Am I allowing sunlight to reach my seed? We all know that a seed needs three things in order for it to grow. It needs water, it needs soil, and it needs sunlight. All seeds need sunlight to grow. Well, I'm not going to say all, but majority because I just talked about that plant that grows at night, that deadly toxic plant that grows at night. But for the most part, plants, flowers, fruits, vegetables all need some type of light to grow and sprout from out the ground. And your vision, your goal, your dream is no different. Now, when I think of sunlight, it's something natural. It's something that cannot be controlled by man. So to me, sunlight is God. Sunlight is that higher power. So the question is, are you planting your seed in the presence of your higher power? Or are you hiding your seed? And I'll tell you what I mean about hiding your seed like okay so I will often have a vision I'll have this dream or this vision but I will hide it from others in fear that people won't understand it or that people won't support it or snatch it away right we do that right sometimes you have to not necessarily hide your vision, but you can't tell it to everyone, right? But when you plant your seed in the light, when you plant your seed in a in an environment, in the soil where light can reach it, where sunlight, where God can reach it, God will bring out those who are supposed to help you in that season to nurture the seed. It never fails. In fact, if you have a vision um, that would cause harm and hurt to others, this can also mean that you are not planting it in the presence of God. Therefore, this seed will not grow. So just think about it like, what am I desiring? What am I wishing or hoping for? Is that seed going to feed and help other people? What are your intentions with that seed? Because if it's only self-fulfilling, it's something that I had to learn as well. It's not going to grow. So, spending time with your higher power will help you hear when your higher power speaks to you. 
Your intuition and your spirit of discernment regarding this vision will be sharp. Things will flow. Resources, people will all be synchronized to you to get that vision to manifest. So, are you planting your seed in the presence of God? Do you have good intentions for your seed, for your vision, for your goal? Is it self-fulfilling or is it something that's going to serve and feed others? Okay. The next question that you want to ask yourself is, am I providing the right amount of water to my seed? Now, when I think of water, I also think of it as a natural resource, right? But I also think about um, like little containers that you can put water in to determine the amount of water that you use, right? You can put it in a, a eight ounce glass. You can put it in a gallon of water, uh, a gallon. You can put it in a pint um, container, right? So having the right amount of water is in your control and that capacity, right? Watering your seed or vision is simply providing it with the necessary nutrients to help it grow. Okay, of course, God will provide the rain, right? There will be rain that will come ever so often that's going to naturally water your vision. And there are going to be some storms too, right? Because we all have storms in life that we have to weather. So God is going to provide those for you, right? But what are you watering your seeds with when there's no rain coming down? And this can be in, this can be so many things. This can be the word of God, reading that Bible, reading the, the Quran, reading... Um, um, you know, what, whatever spiritual or religion, um, ancient wisdom and text that you have access to, right? That's feeding or watering your seed. Um, affirmations, praying, meditation, visualization, training, education, Reading, mentoring, coaching, you understand what I'm saying? What are you doing in the meantime to water this seed? If you have a vision, if you have a goal, what resources are you bringing in? What people, what are you learning to help this seed to grow? What are you feeding your spirit to help you stay focused on this goal, on this seed? What are you doing in the meantime? So, for instance, for me, I used to have a goal or a vision, and I plant it, right? Plant plant the seed. I would get all excited at first. Yeah, I got this good idea. This is a brilliant idea. I love this. I love it. I love it. I can see it now, right? I get to watering it, start off watering it every day, you know? After a while, 
I would see that it's not producing fruit. It's not growing. And I will get or have another vision. And so I will abandon that first seed and start to water the other seed that I just had, right? Then I'll water that seed. And then I'll say, wait a minute. What about this other seed that I planted, this other idea? Let me go back and revisit that. And by the time I return, that seed would pretty much be in some really dry dirt. <laughs> sometimes in the process of dying, sometimes it has already choked and died. And it was because I wasn't watering it as I needed, as it needed, in order to grow into something of substance. Do you understand what I'm saying? Seeds can't grow in dry dirt. Right? Seeds can't grow if you keep on digging it up and examining it and, and, and focusing on when it's going to grow. So you have to make sure that you are feeding it with something positive every day. If you plant a seed, how are you watering it? You have to be focused. You have to be intentional, consistent, and disciplined on that seed. At least until it sprouts out in the ground and you start to see something growing from it. At least until you reap the harvest should you start planting another seed, right? The next question that you should ask yourself is, am I being consistent with tending to my seed? Am I being consistent with tending to my seed? Are you doing things on a consistent basis? Day in, day out. When no one is watching, when everyone is watching. When you see results, when you don't see results. When you feel like it and when you don't feel like it. Are you disciplined and consistent when things are not going as planned or do you give up at the first sign of failure or things not growing do you give up nothing great has ever come or has ever came to pass when with inconsistent action trust me i know I used to be the queen of inconsistency. When you act like what I like to call a stamp, right? When you <laughs> stick to something until you get there, you will have a better chance of manifesting something opposed to only giving it your best when you feel like it, right? We become what we, we actually become what we want or what we want to be by being consistent. So again, you ask yourself, why isn't this seed growing? Are you being consistent with that seed? Okay. And the last question that you should ask yourself or that can help you to discover why you have not reaped a bounty for harvest is... 
Am I aware of the crop killers surrounding my seeds? Are you aware of the crop killers that are surrounding your seed? And let me just tell you a little bit about crop killers because they are out here. They are anyone who tries to kill or steal your vision. And these killers have been assigned by the enemy for the sole purpose of killing your vision. Especially if you have a vision from God that will help and heal many people. Expect for your seed to be attacked from every angle. It's not fair, but it's true. Crop killers can be people you know and people who you don't know. Crop killers can be family, friends, co-workers, and strangers. The bad thing about it is sometimes, sometimes they don't even know that they have been assigned to destroy your seed. Sometimes they don't even know that they are being used by the enemy to destroy your seed. Crop killers can be bare relationships and associations with people that can be killing your harvest, keeping you distracted, feeding you negative energy, speaking and um, gossiping about you. Those people who remind you of your past or remind you of your lack or your flaws are crop killers. Those of them who throw shade by gossiping and criticizing and blocking are all vision snatchers. You have to be aware of them. You have to be aware of them because they are around. So if your seed, sometimes I know we like to say you can't blame others, but sometimes you have crop killers you have to be aware of who you allow in your space, who you tell your visions to, who you ask to help you. You have to be intentional on that as well. However, the most dangerous crop killer that you may come across is yourself. And that's real. Sometimes you can self-sabotage your own harvest from your insecurities, from those beliefs that you have um, created over life, over experiences, through childhood, through relationships, from past mistakes. And these beliefs and these insecurities can choke and kill the seed before it even gets a chance to grow. I'm trying to tell you, you have to know your worth. You have to know that if God gave you the vision, then you are deemed qualified for the job to help it to grow. It may be a huge vision. You may be 
fearful of it you may get scared you may get nervous you may feel like oh my god i am not worthy of this but just know if god gave you the vision if god gave you that idea if god gave you that goal that dream trust me it was meant for you you are qualified due to your experiences due to who you are due to who God know that you will become so you have to act and move as such don't be killing your own seeds visions that are sent from God will grow to become a harvest that will feed not only you but everyone around you from your loved ones to your community to your nation so you have to guard your seed you have to guard your vision with all of your heart because your vision is needed in a time such as this your seed is needed for a time such as this you plant a seed, you reap a harvest, you sow a good deed, you reap a blessing. So again, you want to ask yourself these seven questions to determine why you are not producing a bounty for, bountiful harvest. Am I planting the right seed? What am I putting my seed in to nourish it to grow? Am I in the right environment for my seed to grow? Am I allowing sunlight to reach my seed? Am I providing the right amount of water to my seed? Am I being consistent with tending to my seed? And last but not least, am I aware of the crop killers surrounding my seed? When the word says that you can tell a blessed person by the fruits they bear, let's not take this as material possessions only. The word also talks about the 12 fruits of the Holy Spirit as well. And so often we measure our success or our blessings and our harvests from the worldly things that can only be purchased with money, that can only be posted on Facebook, that can only be seen by others. But to bear fruit is also deeper than that. So if you get to feeling like you are not growing, please do me a favor and take a look at how you are evaluating that. In fact, I encourage you to reevaluate where you are right now and notice how much you have evolved spiritually and embrace that. Embrace that and let that motivate you to keep going. Because you know what? We always reap our blessings in the spiritual realm before the physical realm. So, I have one question to leave you with. What in this season of your life is not producing fruit and why? And until next time, love, peace, and light. Bye, love. Love this episode on Wait on Purpose? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. 
It's very much appreciated. Until next time.